Welcome back. This is uh, episode 22. 22. 22 of them. Of the Penny Bloom podcast. It's been a ride. It's been a ride. Say the least. Been a ride. 21 weeks of this shit. We still, we still out here ripping. 21 rocking, weeks. That's doing fucking, what they do. It's just, that's like, we're like five episodes away from being half a year. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Okay. 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 So what you been up to? Man, you know, real busy. Just got back from Atlanta, bait tournament. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How'd that go over for you? Uh, you know, could have gone better. Could have gone better. Almost there, but but no dice. But no dice. We're going. We're, we're gonna get them. We're gonna get them next time. You know, it's, it's nothing. We're gonna have more time. Like we 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 me and Kenton spent a solid week doing prep for this tournament. We oh, were miles. Damn. We were miles beyond most people. Um. There's only one team we met there that was probably more prepared than us, uh, which just made us have to go, like... That much harder. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like that Gucci Mane tweet that pops up every few months that's, like, right, right. two years old. It's, mm-hmm. like, time to go harder. So now we get now we get a Seriously. month. Now we get a month to prepare, and we know what the fuck we're doing. So yeah, it's, so you, it's just a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap at that point. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been working, been watching a lot of TV. You know, because I like I like doing the podcast and I like being prepared oh, yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, so I like yeah. watching all the TV, yeah. taking notes and being yeah. like, okay, this is what I'll talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, work is uh, work is interesting. For those that don't know, I'm a uh, I'm a pizza delivery boy, and uh, it's a, it's an enjoyable job. It's pretty yeah. laid back. I get yeah. to drive around, listen to music or podcasts for a while. I get tips. The tips mm-hmm. are really nice. That's helpful. But uh, it's funny to see like what how the job changes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we're in the store, right? And mm-hmm. we're having a sale on our, like, uh, meats pizza. So if okay. you order the meats pizza, a large meats pizza, it's only $11, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy gets on the phone. He goes, can I have a pepperoni pizza? And someone responds. She's like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, you can, or I can get you the meats pizza, which is on sale for da 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 da. Yeah. And he's like, all right, how about this? How about you give me the meats pizza, but you take everything off except the pepperoni? Now here's the thing: on normal pepperoni pizza, the shit's covered in pepperoni, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On a meats pizza, it's only sprinkled there because you had so many other toppings. Yeah, right. So right. when it gets to the make line, our manager. Our, our, like our employees are talking about how this guy beat the system. He's a genius. Oh my god! How how come we had not thought of this before? And uh, Tony, our manager, goes. He's like, "How about you just put the amount of pepperoni that goes on a meats pizza on that pizza?" Mm-hmm. Fucking place erupts. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like Jesus Christ! You're a fucking genius. Oh my god! We love you. They're like, what? oh my god, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, like that's what it felt. Yeah, like, no, yeah. like he said that, that, and everyone in the store just looks around like, oh, oh, like, like, oh. oh. Oh, oh, that's something we should do. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, funny yeah. because like I got removed from that situation, and I was like. God, that was, <laughs> I was, I was that like, was, that was very simple. Like, it's funny that that that's like something that I like sincerely enjoy. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, you're fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just, it's you know, you know, that's what being a pizza delivery boy will do to you. You know, I'll have to give some more stories from the All road right, during yeah. our you intros. Know? I'm interested. I'm interested because I've got I've got a few funny ones. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah. Oh, also, 
Remember last week or two weeks ago, I suppose, when uh, we were talking about uh, John Travolta? Yeah. And we were like, I don't know. I don't really like that guy. Yeah. I figured out why. What? He's a Scientologist. Oh, fuck that guy. That's why we don't like him. What and you can tell. Oh like, now that God. I said it, you're like, oh, that's the most obvious thing can, I've ever thought yeah. of in my life. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. That dude's definitely a Scientologist. Weird. <laughs> Dude, the John fucking Travolta, man. Like yeah, what? No, that's that's that that makes sense. Yeah, like believe what you want. Believe what you want. You know, we we support all beliefs here. We do. But fucking but Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> what? What? what is you? Oh no, baby, you dumb? We got a good show lined up for today. We do. We're going to discuss uh, the Tyler, the Creator concert that I went to. We're going to talk the uh, Euphoria soundtrack, because that shit is heater. That shit is heater. There's been a lot of TV coming back on, so we're going to get at these uh, CW premieres that came out. Oh, yeah. You know, we had Supergirl, Batwoman, Flash, most importantly for me. And then uh, there was also the brand new season of Big Mouth. Which you watched we will the whole thing? About. I watched the whole thing. Duh, I've watched the whole thing twice. Wow. I mean, I just have it playing in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really follow the plot lines. <laughs> That's more of a I look up for yeah. a couple seconds, something funny was said and I laugh. <laughs> the uh and then uh we'll get a good breakdown of the movie Joker, which we mm-hmm. both have happened to see. Excellent film. That early, was, early early reviews. That that film did something. It, it it did something. I don't know what, but it did something. It did something. So let's uh, let's roll the tape. I believe we shall. Did things to your own and I was with you in the dark. Made you a god. These folks and preachers were down. So, first segment Tyler, the creator, Igor concert. Igor. Now, let me tell you. We, we saw Flower Boy, right? Yeah, we saw Flower Boy. We saw Flower Boy, and that was beautiful. Amazing it truly show. was. It, it was an excellent show. It was. This show was pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, Tyler has the same energy that automatically carries, like, a certain weight with yeah. how the entire experience goes. Yeah. Tyler was fucking Tyler. Yeah, Tyler was being Tyler. Flower Boy was him being Tyler. Being Flower Boy. Being yeah, like, Tyler. Yeah, and, and this one, it was just different. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll he, explain to you. Igor is a, a more rough character. Exactly. And, uh, oh, I, it was amazing. So, I'll start with the opening acts. You had Gold Link who came on first. Ooh. Gold Link might be the best live performance rapper I've ever For seen. For real? Besides J. Cole, I think. He might be like because this man. There's a certain when you're at a concert. Sometimes you can't always hear exactly what's being said on yeah. stage. You just know what's being said yeah. on stage because you've heard the song so yeah. many times. With Goldlink, I understood every Definitely. single word that Damn. that man rapped. Okay, and it it was similar to the Vince Staples show, mm-hmm. in that like everyone on certain songs was just like locked in. Oh yeah, because like on Goldlink, nobody knows all the lyrics to the song mm-hmm. besides Crew. Yeah, when he performed Crew though, <laughs> <laughs> that shit went off. That's oh, that yeah. shit went crazy, and I was so glad I got to see. Like that's a Grammy winning song that I got Grammy to see in winning concert. Song, like yeah. like like you, we've seen them before. Like, that's cool to think about it in the moment when you're there. Yeah, it is. So, 
He performed that twice. It was his first song and his last song. Okay. Then, uh, then we have Blood Orange. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Different than any show I've ever been to, any any set I've ever seen. Yeah. Just because I, I I've never been to something that wasn't rap. Yeah. You know so. When you have someone who consistently slows it down, mm-hmm. doesn't go fucking hard, is just like mm-hmm. singing beautifully to you. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. It's a and his his visuals were so aesthetically pleasing, that in that way his show was a lot like Vince Staples, and like you remember how Vince had the uh, all the screens playing behind yeah, him. Yeah, he yeah. had one big screen that was split into three sections. Okay, and they'd be playing the same thing sometimes, and sometimes they'd switch. So it was yeah. kind of similar okay, in that okay. way. And it was just mesmerizing to be there mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, Blood Orange is amazing live. How'd and you like the uh, Independence uh, Event Center compared to Midland? You know, compared to Midland, I like uh, I like the Midland more for in concert <coughs> experience yeah. because the Midland's just built so much more for like That's a beautiful nice. show. That's like that nice. shit. Like you're in there, you feel like this is like a moment. Ceilings just fucking. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's the entire building's a work of art. Oh yeah. And then, the at Silverstein Eye Center, it's just kind of it's it's a stadium, so it's uh-huh. just kind of like this. There's multiple uses for this. Yeah. It's not specific to this art that I'm about to witness. Yeah. You know, so automatically it gets a little bit like worse just based off that. Yeah. But uh, also that venue had like shitty, like logistics yeah the line was confusing you okay. didn't know where it started it ended it was just badly badly prepared uh, I see but I made some friends in the line so okay, that was cool. cool didn't didn't know their names didn't talk to them during the concert we went our separate ways did you see anyone you knew there uh, I saw a couple people that I knew I saw I think I saw Brett King heard I haven't hit her up about it or anything so if she listens to this by any chance huh. and hears this I, I saw Brett King heard okay um weren't you all, weren't you all like friends yeah, we're pretty good friends. We were pretty far away from each other, oh, so like okay, I didn't. Okay, okay. Yeah, so like I just I, I saw wonder, her and I was I like, wonder, okay. yeah, I totally forgot about her. I, I saw uh, Rob Thomas. I think I saw Rob Thomas oh, again, shit. very far away. Oh, so shit. I thought I oh, saw okay, Rob Thomas. Okay. I, I'm fairly certain it was Rob Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we got to Igor. Igor. And he comes out to. Igor's theme, the mm-hmm. very first song, right? Mm-hmm. And he just walks out and he stands still. And he doesn't he doesn't say a fucking word while that entire song's going until it goes Igor! And then he, <laughs> he screamed that into the microphone and then ran all over the stage oh, and was just like spazzing and everyone yeah. was like, oh my god, yeah. this is the best thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably <laughs> It's was. just a dude Probably running around was. on stage, but he carries that weight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, at the end of the first song, he looks into the crowd, he goes, okay, so tell me where the fuck I am right now. <laughs> god damn it. Because... Is it Kansas City, or is this some place called Independence? Your Independence. So is it? <laughs> yeah, he goes. Is this Kansas City? And a lot of the arena goes crazy. And then he goes. Is this Independence? And less of the arena goes crazy. It's it's no no. I'll get to it. And he goes. Cause it's a dude with dreads that's looking right through my soul, telling me it is not Kansas City. This <laughs> <laughs> dude with dreads. He said, "He said so. We'll compromise." 
Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the crowd was like, yeah. Bro, Tyler is funny as hell. And then he, uh, what might have been the best song of the night that he performed was uh, I Think. And I was Think. The, bro. Okay. This is, I respect the fuck out of Keontae for this. My friend Keontae. Okay. The first time, this when this album first came out, like, I just went over his house. Like, this was, this was at the May. Yeah, right at the beginning of summer. So, oh, shit. This, this song, this, this album came out the, the, the night before I moved out of college. No shit. Uh, last year. So, I went from there to Keontae's house. Because that was just what I, I don't know. Every time I went home, I just went there first. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, of course. Stuff. Um, you just go there and I'm like, yo, this Tyler album though. And he's like, oh, well, we're like, we're like, this one. I don't look you out He's just like, well, where, what's up, what's up with it? Play it. You know, let's yeah. listen to it. So I'm like, all right. So we listened to the album and like, I play him the whole thing. I'm like, bro, boy is a gun. That's my, that's my song. Like that's yo. the best one. And he was like, you know, that I think joint. I, that, that I think. Yo, yeah. That like, song I think is aged the best. For yeah. Me. And me too. And the more that I listened to it, I was like, you know, he was on a song. This is one of the premier songs on this album. Oh, it for sure is. And it was awesome because like the entire crowd, like calmed down. He goes one, 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 two, 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 three. <laughs> Three, three, music starts to build. He goes, four, 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 four. <laughs> and you're just like, yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, was I wasn't like, even there. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh. like, yo, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, I went crazy. Pull, I was pull, like, pull, I was like, this pull. is perfect. I'm with people I've never known before. But we're experiencing this together. Yo, the, and that's like the, the just the the way that, that mm, it's just like such I a think like. I'm falling in love. Yeah, he's, <laughs> this time I yo, think it's and it was me. dope because like that was one of those joints too where he had like the whole crowd sing it. Exactly. And I love it when it, when artists let us do that. Like yeah, the, cra- the whole crowd sings. You can hear the entire stadium. Just, exactly. I think I'm falling in, in love. And it's like one of those songs you don't realize how like just like. Like I don't know, I, like I don't know what the word I want to use is, but like, just like pure joy. Like, I was gonna say joyous. That like, like that is like that song is just like happy. oh my god. Yeah, I'm because that's truly the nature of yeah, that song. That's it like is. what it's supposed to portray. And that whole oh God, you are such a good. Album. So good. Like it's 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 still album of the year for me. A like, boy is a gun was the third song. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's also my album of the year still by like a lot. Like, yeah, I, there no, hasn't been an album. Nothing close else. To me. Like I just go back. Like I've never like I see the cover and I'm just like, oh, God, I have this to is listen. The album now. <laughs> Gotta like, listen. So many times I've just been like, like Igor's theme will come into my head and I'll just be like, well, I guess I'm listening to Igor. Exactly. Because <laughs> like it's like that starts and once you start there, you can't like you can't stop. Stop. You can't just, stop. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, Boy Is a Gun came on next and he was like, don't. Don't shoot me down. And like, don't. he just did this shit where he stood up there and he moved his head. He was like, don't, don't shoot me. And he just moved it back and forth. Yeah. With every beat. And that shit was hard. Okay. I was like, yo, that was dope. Yeah. Tyler. Oh, another. I mean, he, he also performed some throwbacks. Okay. Yeah. He has which to. you have he to. He has to. I, I was kind of, I was kind of curious as to whether he would or not, because this seems to be like the most like, dedicated he's ever been to a character mm-hmm. 
So like it would it would have made sense to me if he just would have literally performed the entire Igor album oh, yeah. and then left. Yeah. Like that would have made a lot of yeah. sense to me. But he also sprinkled in like a uh, Who Dat Boy. Who Dat Boy. Which goes up uh, Tamale. Ooh. Uh, I Tamale went, hate you. Tamale, Tamale, and I fucking hate you. They, those two at Flower Boy went. Though, the yeah, and off. it was the same exact. It performance. was, yeah, like, yeah. It, like I'd already Tama- seen it, but Tama- it was just amazing because, like, I relived both. Those I know, moments. and I just I remember Tamale. Like, I had any, I didn't Tamale. even like that song that much. Like, Tamale. before I heard it, in and now concert. every time I hear it, it's and like yeah, joy. Like, I just I remember, like, I'm just like Tamale. Well, hey, my dick. How does that sound? You don't realize how lit it is to you're just around a bunch of Tyler fans, yeah. And like the the music is blasting, you're just like, like I don't know, it's like one of those songs. It really is. And then yeah, I fucking hate you, but I love the, you. And the bass, like at the at concerts, it just goes ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it, it was interesting to me too because he had confetti that shot oh, down shit. and rained over the audience. It was an interesting timing thing for me though because he let it go during boredom. Huh. Because I was like, that song isn't even off anymore, yeah. and it's kind of like towards the middle of the end, and yeah. I was kind of like, what? Like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I, I like it, but yeah. like, but that song is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Oh, he also did a nine one one. He has to. Chirp, chirp. You remember that shit where he chirp, did that shit chirp. where he let us all yell chirp, yeah. chirp like several times? Yeah, he did the same exact cool. shit again. Okay. Goes, chirp, chirp. <laughs> you go chirp, chirp. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it was so, so fucking good. And uh, and then uh, one of my favorite performances in the night was Puppet. Pup- Kanye going He, he kind of did like a slowed down version of it. Okay. So he was like, I'm your puppet. Like he wanted you to really know yeah. what the song was about. Yeah. And like for the first time, I felt like I really, really got it. Like I'd uh-huh. always listen to the song and just like kind of bump to it. Yeah. But I like listened to it and I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. You are her puppet. Mm-hmm. She do control you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was, he was like, I'm your puppet. You control me. And he was on like a raised stage that lifted mm-hmm. him up. It was pretty dope. That's dope. That's dope. He uh, closed it with uh, the last song on the album. Uh, uh, and then he just. Are we still friends? Yeah, are we still yeah. friends? And uh, that shit was cool in concert. Uh, and then it ended. I spent sixty dollars on a t-shirt. Wow! And I left. I don't think I would have did that. I I they I, were I thirty dollars last time. I swear they were. There are there were thirty dollars shirts. You just splurged. I sprung. I sprung okay. for it. All right, you got. Sometimes you got to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm in a good place <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I just got done with a concert. Hey, seems like the move. Seems like the move. So yeah, Tyler concert. All in all, all right. one of my better concert experiences. I don't know if it quite tops his Flower Boy performance mm-hmm. because that shit was so good too. Flower and also, my seats were better for the Flower Boy concert. Okay. Uh, they were more center stage. Yeah. It was. We had a perfect view of that stage, dude. Like we Flower were in Boy, the best. We were spot. in the perfect. I was like, I could not. Like this is it. Yeah, I was kind. I was off. Uh, like a uh, stage. I was stage right. And oh, it was okay. just. It was just kind of like. Eh. Yeah. Like I felt a little out of it at sometimes, yeah. and I was like, kind of like, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Other than that, it was a really, really good concert. Okay. Well, well performed. The uh, the stage effects themselves were really cool. Like uh, he started with that big like sheer yeah. curtain, 
and then that dropped and at the same time another curtain lowered that was like several layers uh-huh. and then uh, and then later that dropped he had fire that shot up at some point oh shit and then he had like these like uh don't roast me I, I, I don't even know how to explain it but it was it was pretty pretty cool to see I still think I liked like the jungle setup he had for Flower yeah, Boy better that, that, that shit was cool yeah but uh yeah Tyler concert was good Shall we move on? Shall we? We shall. Euphoria soundtrack. She Just fine. brief, brief thoughts. We don't need to dive deep into she this. Fine. She fine. It, it captured, it captured Euphoria perfect. I mean, they, they, they literally all played. Yeah, in the yeah. Show. Which I got after I didn't, I didn't know if that was what we were gonna get, but it made sense once I was listening to it. And it's really one of those ones that you'll just turn on. And I'll listen all the way through. Yeah, and it's some just like shit to play. Dude, and I love those ones that are like the uh, the ones that you'd put on your like silence playlist, the ones that don't have words. Yeah, me too. Like those shits go crazy. And then when Labyrinth sings on them, they're even fucking better. Still don't know my name. You still don't know my name. Ooh, and that that like Uh. that big hit that. Oh my god, it's so you good. You really hit it. Like, Labyrinth, like, the, there's nothing he can't do. That's just the bottom line of it. Oh, shit. What's the, uh, uh... Oh, when I R.I.P. Yeah. Dude, that shit. That goes crazy every time. Ooh. Cause I'm asleep when R.I.P. I remember listening to that song like in the in the uh, show and just being like, mm. "Oh my god!" Mm. I, I do too. Mm. I remember the first time I heard that because it was in like the second episode, yeah. I think. And she it was when she was high as fuck on that couch yeah. talking to Fez. Yeah, or she was in the middle of her. Uh, her. Oh no no! Was she took cocaine in the bathroom? Was that when she was dancing through the house party? And yeah, shit? and then she sat down on the couch and yeah. like it got sad all of a sudden, and she that, was like, oh, "That was like, that was one of the most." Out. That was one of the scenes where when I watched, I was like, "This defines this show." Yo, like, I was uh that that actual scene spurred an idea I had for a podcast segment, which fuck it, I'm just gonna give now. Okay, it's like uh, so you know how. We were probably we're probably gonna do like a best of 2019 yeah. type stuff when the year comes to end. I yeah. want to do something a little more creative than that. Okay. So I was thinking like we do like best like moments awards for stuff that happened mm. in the show. So like the best music moment would be what's the best version of this in 2019 where something was captured so fully and so perfectly mm-hmm. with what was happening and the music just made it that much more. And that's actually the scene that spurred yeah. that. And uh, also the scene where uh, Arya kills the Night King. That was funny. Too. Spoiler for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, if you haven't watched it by now. Yeah, you you you, 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 you missed the boat. You, you're not a Game of Thrones. <laughs> you missed the boat. <laughs> you you don't deserve my my censored talk of Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Euphoria soundtrack, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Like, there's not much else to say about. Yeah, it was a really tight one. Um, just what I wanted. Let's move on to television. So, the CW shows came back. They did indeed. You watched uh, the Flash episode, right? I did. Flash was uh, was the best of the three for me. Really? That's good. Yeah. It, uh, was, it was really, like, I really liked the perspective. Like, it feels like, it feels like they've handed the mantle down to the Flash. Like, Arrow has yeah. handed the mantle down. Like, yeah, it, it, that's a, that's exactly what how I'd put it, too. Like, it feels like he's the main guy yeah, for some reason. Exactly. And, it, like, everything by now is, like, so... Div- and it's season six. Like, everything has been... 
developing a long like this is a nor like this is solid now like and also another thing that i thought about all the premieres is that all of the like film work actually felt a lot more cinematic i i could tell that they had changed like they had tweaked their direction a little bit with it, how they're it shooting felt it, it felt more like more like a movie yeah which like I a widescreen movie would yeah, feel which i love because oh, they, I love they fall it. victim to that that kind of formulaic like sort of tv yeah and that like that feel that feel. almost that feel that visual automatically gives mm-hmm. it another feeling that mm-hmm. like is just more not professional but like pressure yeah it's just it's cleaner mm-hmm. like i like that more mm-hmm. but uh flash in particular was a good one i took some uh took some notes if you want to uh discuss the episode itself sure yeah the uh it started out pretty fucking dope with yeah. the uh with the uh, chase of the white speedster, I can never remember the uh, name. Um, God, what's his name? Godspeed. Godspeed. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it. It was the the new suit looks fresh, looks dope as fuck. It does. It does. Uh, I noticed that Cisco's hair is a little longer, a little more luscious, mm-hmm. a little more beautiful. I I just can't get over the fact that we really don't got vibe no more. I know that's a. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Like, I, I, it makes sense for Cisco's character. Yeah. But they also very easily could have gone a route where he was still vibe. Exactly. And it Which is what st- I was thinking. Yeah, so I'm intrigued with what they'll do there. It, they also, uh, he also makes a joke about it in the episode where he's like, uh, man, not being able to vibe to dates anymore is kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I gotta show up in the Star Labs van. <laughs> And then yeah. she's like, I'll drop you off. And he's like, and risk it looking like my mom just dropped me off. <laughs> they really do, dude. Like, I feel like The Flash is probably one of the funnier CW shows. Oh, it is, for sure. And just in general. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's definitely got the most comic relief. Yeah. For sure. Um, I also noticed that uh, in a dinner party scene, Iris was wearing a fedora like Joe mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck yes. Yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Iris is about to start pissing me off again, though. Oh, yeah? She just does shit that she, like, she, this, I, this may be a bit, like, I feel like this is probably biased just coming from a male perspective. But why the fuck did she go after that coat? Like, I mean, like, was it really that serious? Like, I don't understand, like, I don't think I understand their hang-up on, like, losing Nora. Like, obviously, I get it. They developed a relationship with this, like, girl who is their I'm actually, daughter from the I'm future. actually on the complete opposite page of you. Of really? Like, I actually completely understand. I, I'm just, like, yeah, like, you have to recognize, like, this was an, an, a very abnormal occurrence through time. Like... You should not have gotten to meet your daughter for the first time that way. And that's beside the fact that you will still have her. Well, that's the thing. They might not necessarily have her. So Iris was doing everything she possibly could to assure that Nora would be the person they get by keeping that coat, making sure that she still had it so she could give it back to her. But... It, I mean, and obviously it was more. it was more Iris living in like a... A state of like denial and like oh yeah. this is what I, I and I'd understand that male or female it's just I, I mean 
She, I, I understand her reasons. Yeah, I just like she, she just annoys me when she does stuff like that because. Uh, don't people... get me wrong. There have been moments throughout the entire series where I've been incredibly annoyed with Iris, at points. And it's just because I'm automatically usually, I'm usually seasons. automatically on Barry's side. Yeah, the first couple seasons I couldn't stand her. I actually really really liked her, but I, the first couple seasons I didn't like Barry and Iris. That was really? not a couple I wanted. Yeah, I I didn't want it because I was like Barry, you're better than this. Like she doesn't <laughs> want you. Like, like move on, move cause... on. I'm like, bro, like come on. There's more but there was also the, the romantic side of it that when he finally got her, it was like yeah. poetic justice in a way. Like he yeah. waited all this time for her, and I, I I appreciate slow burns like that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, the Flash episode all in all was pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this season too because at the end where they had the uh, it doesn't like you're gonna die, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, in order for your universe to defend all universes and to face the crisis that is imminent, Flash gotta die. <laughs> and that's what you knew that it was, and this is what the crisis story is like in the comics where the Flash dies, and that they're they're tweaking it by having the Green Arrow die for him. Um, which oh yeah, I find is really unique because this is like a twist that you feel like they wouldn't tell us the season before it happens. And I don't. I think the reason they had to tell us, or not tell us, but like, that's the only way the Arrow story could have gone. To end the Arrow story. Is to definitively give its last season to that entire cause, Mm -hmm. because it would have been pretty fucking terrible to watch an entire Arrow season about something else, and then he goes and does the crossover episode and dies. Yeah. So his entire storyline has to be built around him doing that thing. Okay, yeah. So I get, but that, that, that kind of takes it, it takes out the surprise. I know, like, I really do because everybody would have expected it to be the Flash because it, in the comics it's the Flash, and it feels like they're still trying to push us towards exactly. like that feeling. Like you're right. supposed to believe that for some reason. Yeah, I was right. ki- when I saw that, I was kind of like, Yo, we know. Arrow's yeah, we know gonna Arrow's die. gonna die. You know Arrow's gonna die. Like <laughs> exactly, like and. But maybe that's like the point. Maybe we're yeah, supposed maybe to start questioning it, it again. Just, and maybe this is just the red herring, and there's gonna be some other big shit that happens. Because like really, be like haha, we've had we fooled you. But like, that would just be dumb then. But like, I think the only way like I'd be satisfied with anyone that wasn't the arrow dying in the situation. No, is... no, no. I think he's gonna die. But I, I think that this may not like we're treating this like this is the big thing they're treating this like this is the big thing i think uh, that they may may just be leading us down at, at, like this a path, bigger path and being like here's where you know what's going to happen like why would this be the big thing that happens and something else is going to happen as well oh that's going to radically change the universe well what's interesting is that it almost feels like all of these all of the shows this season are going to be more intertwined oh yeah no. like throughout the I entire thing i think that's what thing. they're going for and uh because you've already seen a couple characters pop up in the same shows yeah in multiple episodes and it's I'm really excited for what they do and the flash this season particularly yeah, me too uh, the the villain is he's he's interesting to me he he seen, he wasn't super intriguing like but I mean, I guess he, he's intriguing enough. He has powers. The one where he he yeah. can like meld his yeah. hand into something else now. Yeah. I I liked the vibe of him as a villain as soon as I saw him. Like, the, yeah, I yeah, immediately yeah. picked up on, like, this guy's definitely going to be the villain. Yeah. 
But I expected more out of what the villain would be. <coughs> exactly. I'm thinking maybe he like meets up with someone and teams up with something yeah, because uh, he's supposed to be the big bad this season. Really? Because he's he's like a, the second half. That like they won't focus on him until the second half after Crisis, but um, he's supposed to be the main like villain for Flash. Huh. Interesting. Then I, they're going to develop his story to be more than yeah because that would make sense. Yeah, they will. But uh. Yeah, and the Flash being more cinematic. I watched the new Flash episode after the new, the uh, new Supergirl episode. Okay. Which uh, was not quite as cinematic, and was just typical Supergirl yeah. stuff. And like, uh, I do, I do like that show, and I appreciate that show for yeah. what it is. It just feels a little like there's less stakes. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. That's I'm watching it, it because I know why. there's going to be a happy ending. Yeah, that's kind of why I, like it's hard for me to watch it sometimes. I'm just kind of like I feel like this is like a ta- like not associated with anything that I care about in this universe. Like, yeah, they. Uh, I it, mean, even though I care about the show, it takes place on a completely different. Yeah, exactly. Earth, it's so just it's like hard it, for it's, it to... it's just like everything that happens there is not as big a deal as everything that happens on Earth One. Yeah, it's like uh, even it's because she has more power. That so you automatically feel like. How does she fucking Super lose girl. this? Like, like what the fuck? Where where's all this kryptonite coming from? Like, and their their villains are getting kind of repetitive. I like, don't uh, I don't like the Lena Luthor thing, but I mean, I'll I go, I'll go with it, I guess. I, I I would have liked it if they hadn't already keep played it a direction where they were like really really good friends. Exactly. I don't like the really good friends and then uh, more big bad enemies. twist. Yeah. Unless there was like a huge, like momentous does, event that created this hatred because exactly just, this thing it's where, not serious enough where Kara told Kara didn't tell her yeah that she's Supergirl you better be able to fucking understand that yeah like how can you not like she's not an idiot y- exactly like Lena how did you not figure out sooner exactly and it's just like I, I, I don't know it just didn't seem plausible when it happened I was like why is she so upset like chill the fuck out out. Yeah, and like she's. Did you watch the premiere of it yet? Uh, no, I haven't seen. It. Well, I, I'll explain this scene because it's not really a spoiler or anything. You're on the same page as me here. They, uh, Lena Luther's testing like this uh, VR technology. Yeah. And in the VR, she kills Supergirl. And like immediately, I saw that. I was like, "Whoa, that's Whoa. a big step up here." Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they were just best friends an episode and a half ago. Exactly. Literally. Now they're like, like the worst. You, I'd think Lena would have a little bit more like remorse over exactly. this. Like, like I don't know. Yeah. What if she had her reasons? I guess not. Because she's always been a pretty considerate individual. Mm-hmm. Like that, it just seems like a total betrayal of character on Lena's part. Right. For this to be the route it goes. Right. But uh, it was all in all pretty solid. Okay. I'll keep watching it because I enjoy watching it. Okay. It's a good like little weight off the rest of the pretty dark shows yeah. I watch otherwise. <laughs> Like a flash made me cry today. <laughs> it was there was there, some like sad it parts. was towards the end where they were they were all realizing they're sad. Yeah, because they were all sad. They just weren't like admitting it. Yeah, and then they got to the end. They were like, "I'm sad." I'm sad. <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? Me too." This makes me sad. This makes me sad. I'm gonna yeah. cry now. <laughs> so yeah, it, and uh, Supergirl was was pretty solid. Yeah, look forward okay. to the rest of the season there. We also had the series premiere of Batwoman. 
I'm really excited for what this show could could uh, offer. Really? Yeah, I uh, I like uh, I'm trying to remember, Ruby Rose. I think is her name. Something like that. Yeah, she uh, she was in John Wick too. Oh, really? Yeah, and she was a badass in that. <laughs> so like, I can already see her as this badass. Yeah. So that, that helped a lot, and uh, she is a really cool, interesting character that I'm excited to mm-hmm. see more. This is much more Oliver Queen Arrow feeling. Yeah. Less than it was beginning a Flash Supergirly feeling. Okay. You know, like yeah. how they, they those automatically felt lighter. Mm-hmm. This feels very dark. It uh it did a very good job of capturing Gotham. Yeah. Like as the gritty version of it you want it to be. Yeah. And uh it's pretty interesting. You know, uh uh Kate Kane is Batwoman. Yeah. Her cousin was Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And uh, she's going to shoulder the mantle of Batwoman after Batman has been gone for three years. Which I thought was interesting. I was like, just three years. Like, we're going to. Yeah. Like, that just happened. They're, I don't think they're going to bring Batman into these shows, but. Um, I can't imagine they have the rights to. I can't imagine they do either. But he's, then he's, again, he's like, the Flash was in, like, Justice League. Superman was in Supergirl. Yeah, like. And they said they're going to bring back a... But there's something so just, like, much bigger about Batman that it feels like you can't have a TV Batman. Like, it just... Yeah, it's just like it would be disrespectful. Like, no one's ever really... Well, I mean, cartoon, but, like... Not, not like a... Live-action TV Batman. Like, for some like, reason, a live-action Superman makes so much more sense to me than a live-action Batman. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's kind of weird, actually. That is strange. But... There were some things in in the premiere here that lead me to think, okay, maybe they would be willing to go there. Yeah. Because they show a flashback, and Batman's in it. For real? For real. I mean, he's not in it, in it, Uh you know, but, like, they allude to the fact that that's Batman. Yeah. He's there. You kind of see him. Etc. All right. Um, I'm kind of disappointed by Batwoman's costume. Okay. Not a huge fan of yeah. the long pink hair thing. They sh- when they showed it in the crossover last year, I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, yeah, and, uh, it just looked kind of weird. I like Ruby Rose as she is with her buzzed hair. Mm-hmm. Like that, like she looks dope as fuck yeah. like that. So I thought it would have been cool to just like kind of have her as like a standard Batman yeah. mask. But like I get it. To make it clear that she's Batwoman, she yeah. has to have the hair. Yeah. So like I get it, but it just would have been nice otherwise. Yeah. All in all, though, that I think they're also alluding to someone as Robin. Oh, okay. She doesn't say his name. He doesn't say his name. But he's a young man who knows Bruce Wayne's Batman. And he, he seems to be running the operations at Wayne Enterprises. And he's a pretty young dude. So I think they're kind of alluding to the fact that this is Robin in this mm. universe. They just okay. haven't outright said it yet. Okay, cool, cool. I need to watch this too. I I, I think it's gonna be really good. I'll probably try to do it tomorrow. Um, there's some. There's already a pretty interesting twist on the table. I'll let you watch that. Uh, but I'm really excited for what this season could offer. Okay. So yeah, there've also been several other cable TV shows that have returned, like Mr. Robot, which we just had an episode about. We did. We will have another episode about. We will. And another and another. Indeed. Uh, the Good Place has come back. I'm looking forward to talking about that at some, at some point. Uh, but Big Mouth Season 3. Big Mouth. 
that just came out. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty fucking funny. Okay. Have you watched the first two seasons? I haven't. Yo, might be the funniest show, like, not ever, but, like, the humor is very original. It's uh-huh. a new take on an idea that could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And uh, they do it just, they execute it so perfectly, I think. Uh-huh. They uh, they also do their best to, because it's, as far as I'm concerned, it's a show created by Nick Kroll and Andrew uh, Goldberg, uh-huh. who are two white comedy writers. Yeah. And they do their best to do uh, as much inclusion as possible, too. So they have, like, uh, uh, different sexualities and races that come into the pic- yeah. picture. And I've seen some stuff on Twitter about some backlash towards what they say in this because uh-huh. they perpetuate stereotypes and stuff. And, like, what? I don't know anything about them. I don't yeah. know the stereotypes. And so, like, I just took their portrayal of it and thought it was funny and then yeah. I moved the fuck on. Moved on. I do not like I don't care like love who you love that is awesome exactly. do you I will support you and any legislation you would like just don't be a grown person liking little people yeah. you know <laughs> little kids there you go little kids not so little that's people that's the only rule and uh so like I, I get it like they're, they're offending you and I understand yeah. that and, I, and I, they should be informed on how to fix this and that's what's happening now. Yeah. I mean, this seems to be the issue with every comedian, but... And some, most of the time it's understanding, understandable. Like, yeah, that was a little... <laughs> that was a little far there. Yeah. That shouldn't have been said. But it's not derogatory in any way. It's just a yeah. different portrayal of what it's actually like as opposed to, like, a stereotype. Uh-huh. But that's also the thing with Big Mouth. is like, nobody's safe. They do a lot of really, like, nobody's clear safe. Jewish stereotypes. They do a lot of uh, stereotypes in general. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. eh, you get what you get here. People people laugh at Jewish stereotypes. What can you <laughs> say? Uh, but there's a, there's a character voiced by Jason Manzukis, mm. who's in The League, which I watched. Oh, shit. And... Uh, He's basically his character in the league as a small child. And that, that makes it awesome. Because the dude's a fucking psycho. He's a psycho? That's what he talks like all the time. Oh, shit. He's, he's just always fucking hype. <laughs> he, has a, uh, he has an intimate and sexual relation with two pillows. Two? Two pillows. Not, not, not one's three? a man okay. and one's a woman. Ooh. And they call him a 40-year-old magician. There you go. <laughs> 40-year-old magician. Yeah, tell me I'm 40 years old. <laughs> For some reason, that's his. Uh, that's his, That's a point where he gets off. He's like, you know, yeah, I'm 40. 40. 40 years old. But yeah, Big Mouth Season 3, okay. strongly recommend it. I would like to be able to talk about it a little bit more <clears throat> in depth, and it's a super easy watch. Fucking hilarious. Okay. Strongly recommend. Next segment? Next segment. The Joker. That movie. That movie... Indeed, that movie. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, and I loved I, I, it. I'm not gonna lie. Going into it, I was expecting a lot for several months, mm-hmm. and then I saw a lot of like the stuff in the news lately with Todd Phillips and how yeah he said stuff about how it's so hard to be funny in this new offended era, which it's it's not. You just gotta be a little yeah. bit more creative with your humor. Yeah. So I was kind of like I went into it with a bad taste in my mouth, kind of. Uh huh. 
boy, I came out of it with a good taste. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was fucking good. That movie it was It spoke very for its good. fucking self. Yeah, no, it was like, it really felt like a Joker movie. Like, I don't know what it was, but like, it felt like I was seeing like the comic book Joker come alive on the screen yes. as the comic book Joker yes. for the and first it, time. And it was heavily influenced by a graphic novel called The Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, and I think it, it felt very like, somehow comic booky but it was like super yeah it was a character study it was it was, it was definitely study. definitely influenced and by that's like why taxi there, there's driver so much silence. and the king of comedy did you did you notice all the silence oh, so much silence yeah and usually and this is pretty telling of like joker's character when those silences were too long you'd hear arthur laughing yeah uh-huh. because you know he laughs yeah he laughs on occasion uh it was a. Uh, it was an interesting portrayal too, because Heath Ledger's Joker was more of like a nihilist who just wanted to fuck shit up. Yeah, and was like, I, 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 he was like a Littlefinger esque, like I praise chaos. This yeah. is where I thrive. I will fuck all your shits up. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was like he, he was like created into a monster by his circumstance. His circumstance, and it was it just felt like raw and real and yeah. sad. Very fucking sad. Fucking sad. Yeah, no. That this one definitely had a had a vibe, and it was not super happy ever. And uh, with with Phoenix Phoenix's portrayal of Arthur Fleck, it uh-huh. was it was so fucking intense. It was. So yeah. like every time he did something, like he, like when that dude came in, spoilers ahead, when <laughs> uh, they came in to check on him the day after he killed those dudes on the subway. Yeah. And he was like. He straight up murdered that guy. Uh-huh. Just destroyed his head against the wall. Oh, and then yeah. the little dude was like, that scene yo, was you can't. Time. And he was like, I won't hurt you. <laughs> I won't hurt you. You, were were, nice you always me. treated me well. <laughs> you were always nice to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Jeez. Like, you felt his pain. Yeah. Even when he was doing the fuck shit. Exactly. Exactly. You're just like, God damn, there's such a place of unrest that that comes from. Like, he already had... Uh, a history of very severe mental illness from his circumstances as a child, um, which I this I think this movie did a good job of kind of filling in those holes that we have about Joker's character, mm-hmm. which I I, I kind of like the approach of the the mysterious origin story, but it's kind of cool to see an interpretation. Yeah, I like to try like and this. play it out. Yeah, I uh, I would be interested in an origin story for Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. That would be very because that that was the point of his his Joker was like yeah. he always was telling a different story about his fucking yeah. scars and stuff. Yeah. You want to you, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> you wanna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he would always tell a different fucking story because that like he he didn't fucking care. Yeah, he didn't. He was care. like, I just I just I'm just here to fuck shit up. Basically, what else? Is Why there to do? so serious? Why so serious? Why so serious? <laughs> God, he was so fucking good as the Joker. Yeah, I, no. I need to watch that movie again. That, that, all time, all time. And what, what's interesting is they made these Jokers different enough that I feel like I don't have to compare them. Yeah, no, it's it's not even a question of comparison. They serve very like, different purposes, and each did their fulfilled their roles well. You ask me who did the better Joker, and I'm comfortable in saying they played two completely different characters. Yeah, exactly. That, like that is not the same Joker. I yeah. Can't. I can't pick. Yeah, no, it definitely isn't. And it's like 
that movie, The Dark Knight is not a movie focused on the Joker. You're not going to get as much character development with the Joker. There's just not as much opportunity for Heath Ledger to even have the ability to portray Joker in any way close to how Phoenix was. Exactly. Like, that's just not how the movie was yeah. built. But what's cool is The Dark Knight especially was a movie more than any other superhero movie I've ever seen about the villain. It was. It was. It, yeah. was, it was one of the first hero movies to do that. It was one of the first hero movies that was like, like praised as yeah. much as it was. Critically it was like, holy shit, this yeah. is fucking good. This is not only just a hero movie that's entertaining, this shit is, like, good critically. But, yeah, and, like, the Joker is actually designed to be a movie that is good critically. Yeah, exactly. It like, really that is, is the point of this movie. It's supposed to be a critically taken in and just uh-huh. kind of, like, think about this shit. Yeah. And it's, it's good, dude. Yeah. I appreciated it a lot. Yeah. And, uh, the line that really made the movie that immediately stuck out to me and stuck with me was, uh, my life isn't a tragedy. Uh-huh. It's a fucking comedy. Yeah. And I was like, I got like chills when he said that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, <laughs> like you are the worst. Yeah, no, he is. <laughs> I was like, but it's so totally, sad watching you become Totally you. corrupted, yeah. But like, it's just like, they, they, they really do push that question onto the viewer. Like, think about what, like, this person who who is already beginning in a disabled position, disadvantaged position as well, and, and what society just does to him. Yeah, like uh, Phillips and Phoenix were like clearly getting at a message of yeah. like, yo, too often we treat those that are disabled yeah. in some ways much, much worse than they deserve. Yeah. Like those are humans. Exactly. Like, like you, yeah. Like, like they're like they you, are humans. They the same. We the same. We the same. We a race. But yeah, it was a good ass movie. It was. I really enjoyed watching it, especially in theaters. I I saw it in IMAX. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Show me every movie ever in IMAX <laughs> from now on. It's just that's just it. Oh, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be like. I'm looking forward to like the the uh, rise of Skywalker oh, in December. Shit. Like I am definitely seeing that. In oh, the next is that this December? Yeah, that is Damn. coming up in a couple months. Is that that's the last one, isn't it? Uh, it's the last one of this trilogy. Yeah, this trilogy. Yeah, they'll move on. They'll find new uh, new ways to that's make the, money. And that's the thing about Star Wars. It's it's something that can never really end. I, and like they built the story in a way that is conducive to that. Yeah. As long as we keep, and that's what like that documentary I was telling you about the Star Wars documentary. Like they kind of like, I've really understood it better. Kind of how because like having uh, George Lucas explain the story was like, this is just like this is a universe. This is awesome. Yeah. Like this is is amazing. You built something truly. And this you've truly built something. Yeah, you've built something. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, that's just kind of like similar to what happened in the Joker. Like, they really mm-hmm. built this man into something that's just terrible. Oh, and yeah. The, it was interesting to see uh, Martin Square, uh, not Martin, Robert De Niro's character in this. That was, that was something. Oh, totally, like, and I, I thought, like, yo, this has to be where it's going. Yeah, no, I totally Like, knew. I was like, I he's totally gonna knew. kill that guy on live TV. Yeah. But... <clears throat> I was like, maybe they don't. Like, w- like maybe he kills himself. Like, there was yeah. a moment where I thought oh, that no. was the direction yeah. it was going, but I was like, that wouldn't make sense. Then how is he the Joker? Like, yeah. what? 
And then, yeah, he straight up murdered that guy on TV. And then on his way to the police station, he his car gets destroyed so that he can be escaped from jail. I think I think that didn't happen. Oh, you don't? He was in jail. He was in Arkham. And we know that he's that the Joker's not a reliable narrator. He's not. He he has. He's a delusional individual. That's true. And like just him getting up there, dancing on top of cars, like mobs praising him oh, and shit. Oh, you know what? That makes sense because that's when they immediately cut away, and he mm-hmm. was like, he like started laughing, and she goes, "What are you thinking about?" And mm-hmm. he was like, "I have a I have a joke." And he was like, "You want to tell me?" He goes. You wouldn't, you get, wouldn't it. get it. I was like, oh. I was, I, was like, like, I was like, oh, you evil bastard. And that's when I knew he was going to kill her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he was, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, and then he danced down the hall. Yo, low-key, Joaquin Phoenix scene. can move. He can't. That dude had some fucking moves sometimes. I was like, okay, you've got a little bit of a bounce to you. He was definitely, yeah. He was a very good actor. Such a good actor. Per- honestly, perfect for a role like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh... One thing that I did think was interesting is that this also captured a duality. Oh, yeah. Obviously, every time he did something horrific, he made sure he had that face paint on. Yeah. So it was almost like something he was hiding behind. Yeah. Or, or he was becoming something uh-huh. else entirely. Exactly. And uh, I'm a joker. Yeah. And- I love the card, too. The card thing, like, because you know how Joker has, like, he always gives a card. Oh yeah, calling thing, mm-hmm. and it was because he had the condition where he just would. Give he would the give card. the card and say, "Sorry, I." Yeah, yeah. That oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah, they had a lot of subtle little references to other Joker performances. And yeah. They, they paid their homages where it was due. How do you feel about this Joker makeup compared to uh, like uh, Heath Ledger's or even Jack Nicholson's? I think that it's a very early form of the makeup. And what more, like, when he is standing on top of that car in, like, what I believe to be a delusion, I think that is the full Joker form. Like, that's that's what this universe's Joker would look like fighting Batman. You yeah, know that's, I mean? yeah, that's what I was um, thinking, too. Which is interesting considering how they played in the Bruce Wayne story there. Um, did I not call that shit? Not exactly, but did I did I not call that shit? Do you remember, yeah. like, back several months ago? It was on the podcast. Uh-huh. I said something about how uh, the Joker's going to end up killing yeah. Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah, I remember that. And someone did end up someone, killing Bruce Wayne. And did. it was because of something the Joker did. Yeah, uh-huh. Which, I do, which obviously I think happened. Um, I just don't think Joker was there physically. Yeah. Um, but... No, that that was it. Was a really it was a really interesting seeing uh, how he like just the purple and then the yellow and like the suit and him like dancing like God him dancing and down then, those stairs was the most like oh yeah that's um, I love that scene uh-huh. so much <laughs> and it was right after he murdered the fuck out of someone wasn't oh, it oh yeah yeah that's when he danced the most that's what he, I think that the more the show progressed the more he took delight in what he was doing yeah. Or allowed himself to take when he re- like it, and that's the point of the line. My life isn't a tragedy; it's a fucking comedy. Yeah. That's when he split. Yeah, that's when he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill people." Yeah, because <laughs> you know, that's what he was I like. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. And you're like Jesus Christ. You're fucking crazy. 
and he is. I, re- I really, this movie really struck me. Like, I haven't, there's not many movies I'm like, I want to see that again. Like, but this movie, I want to see it again. I'd be willing to go again. see it again just to see if there was anything that there was more. Yeah, I know. And I just don't feel like I got, like, I just feel like I need to watch it again. Yeah. Gosh, it was a really good movie. Good movie, yeah. I'm looking forward to a lot of movies that are coming out. I'm looking forward to The Irishman. Oh, yeah. That Martin Scorsese movie mm-hmm. with Rob De Niro. Uh, looking forward to uh, El Camino. You know we gonna talk about Wait. that on here. I think it's out. <gasps> I think it oh, came out come yesterday. Out I think I thought it was October eighth. Oh damn! I don't know. Maybe we'll find out, and we'll talk about it as soon as we see it. Oh yeah. You have anything else to add on? Are we uh we good to sign off here? I think we're I think we're good. So uh. This yeah, has th- been uh, the. I think uh, it's out. It's out. Yeah. Oh, I have to go see that. Well, it's on Netflix. It's I thought Netflix. they were releasing it on in theaters first, and uh, then releasing it. On I don't know. Actually, yeah. I, don't I know. thought they were doing the same thing as they're doing with the Irishman later. Um. Oh, actually, I lied. The release date is October 11th. Ah, uh, okay. Um, well. Ready to sign off? Yeah. This. Has been the Penny Bloom Podcast. The Penny Bloom Podcast. I am your host, co-host, Colton Robertson, joined by the other co-host, Tavares Pennington. Was goody. We love Keanu Reeves. We that's, love Zendaya. That's, that's the dude. Those are kind of our things. That is the dude. Um. We hope you join us again. Tune in to uh, Mr. Robot on Amazon Prime and on USA Network. Because uh, we'll we we're putting out episodes for this last season every episode. Every episode. Every episode. There's an episode breakdown. There you go. You'll get it all. Adios. Wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> 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 <laughs>